Alrighty, friends, we're back. Your favorite podcast of the week. It's Location Weekly. It's episode number 616, and we are recording on April the 17th. Uh, Brianna, how's it going? It's going. It's good. Had a three-day weekend and just like jumping back in um, and trying to catch up. We kicked off kids softball and baseball this weekend and like just you know, it's a busy season of life and a busy time of year, but it's warming up. And so it's nice to be outside again. How about you? How you doing? Yeah, same. It's, uh, it was like summer all week last week, beautiful sunshine, very, very warm weather. Uh, we had some visitors, a client, uh, folks in from Japan last week. So I spent a bunch of time with them. Um, and then, uh, speaking of baseball, it was really nice to see the Blue Jays and the, uh, the Rays on beaten streak. So that was good. Amazing. Yeah. So um, we have a good show for you. Four stories as per usual, a, a bunch of different brands doing interesting things. So I'll, I'll let uh, Ariana kick us off with uh, pizza because she always gets pizza. the pizza. I love pizza and I love telling the pizza stories. So one of our, um, I would say like featured brands that we talk about a lot on the show is a tech company who happens to make pizza as they say, which is Domino's, and they are trying to make curbside pickup a little bit easier. So they are doing this with in-car purchasing. Um, you know, Domino's has about 20,000 locations across more than 90 countries. That is a lot. And they have now announced this integration with Apple CarPlay. Um, so it's going to power up this in-vehicle ordering, right? You're on the go, you're busy, you got kids, you just want to be able to like quickly order a pizza and run by and pick it up on your way home. So they are now enabling the consumers to do that. Um, so this is via their app within the car's console by tapping or calling, which is kind of nice. Um, Cause if you're driving, you don't want to be touching too many buttons probably. Uh, they're, they're really trying to do this for a couple of reasons. One, obviously just like improve the consumer experience and sell more pizza, but also they're trying to direct customers away from the delivery channels. So delivery channels seem to be a little bit cost, you know, they cost more, they're not as cost effective as, as curbside pickup. Um, and so the void the they're like trying to say like, hey, how can we continue to sell more pizzas, but also um, be a little bit more efficient. And so I like that this is a business move as well. Um, you know, they are thinking about how do we do this with a voice ordering, but they're not quite there yet. And um, you know, given obviously like serious capabilities and and everything that's that's happening, I think they're gonna take this as a first step and then they'll get there. I'm sure we'll be announcing that soon. Um, so just a couple of interesting stats that I found in this article is that the research shows that 86 million consumers are now using voice assistance each month. And um, the payment study showed that 57% of consumers are ordering from restaurants digitally each month. I definitely do probably at least weekly, if not more. And this is like staying on trend. So last year we saw Uber Eats announced in integration with Google Assistant. So they enabled some, some voice ordering uh, with Uber Eats Marketplace. And then Panera Bread, which we covered on the show, also had some um, you know voice uh, ordering integration as well as the Apple CarPay, CarPlay um, in car ordering. So we're going to probably see a lot of QSRs start to like get into this. And I think that this is a great feature. Um, there's a lot of times that you don't want to do delivery. You don't know when you're going to be home or you're just going to drive by and pick it up. 
So I think this is a, is a great option and I'm really looking forward to when they have that that voice piece of it that, that gets activated as well. What do you think? I, I think it's great. I think it's easy. It's convenience for the customer. Um, you know, it saves people time, reduces friction. Um, you know, I don't, I need to figure out whether this is available in Canada. I, I do have uh, both Apple CarPlay and Google Assistant in my car. So um, if it's up here, I'll, I, I'm certainly going to give it a try. Um, you know, I think it's interesting. The one other point that they mentioned in the article um, is that uh, they see a big opportunity around um, fleets. So mobile workforces, uh, you know, who are driving around pharmacy reps, sales reps, mechanics, delivery drivers themselves, um, you know, they all have to eat. And one of the things that they think is, is a play here potentially is not just the ordering piece of it, but the expense report part of that, if, you know, it's something that's included in your, uh, you know, your, your work uh, uh, benefits, if you will, of lunch and those kinds of things are covered. So I think that's interesting if you can kind of tie it back and, and make it seamless for the employee and the, and for the employer. Um, definitely you're going to drive, I think, way more order, online orders than you've ever had before, right? Because you've just made it super easy and, and it's something that they know they can just order from from this and it's going to be covered by work and expense re reports already handled. So the hassle has been removed. So I like that part of it. Um, and I just I just like it overall. Like it, it's it's simple and it's easy, easy execution. So get on Domino's at it again. All right. <clears throat> Moving over to our second story now. So a couple companies that, you know, big parts of the LBMA uh, from, you know, pre-COVID and stuff, you know, have teamed up and uh, we haven't talked about these guys for a while. So the first is contact.io. They're a hardware manufacturer, big player in uh, Bluetooth, um, IoT tracking devices. And then Signify, uh, which is formerly, if you remember, Philips Lighting. Um, so it's for the IoT, you know, digital you know, arm of Philips. Um, and, you know, last time we talked about them, they are the... Uh, you know, making sort of smart luminaires, smart lighting systems, and so on. So the team up here is focused on the healthcare sector, hospitals and such. And the idea is, is if you're doing a new construction of a hospital or a retrofit of a hospital, and, you know, you're installing smart lighting systems from companies like Signify here, um, then it can be tied in automatically to the contact.io IoT Bluetooth uh, sensors. So the idea is here is, is that one of the problems we know in, in the healthcare field is, is that there's a lot of medical equipment, very expensive medical equipment and devices, um, you know, and these things are, are getting kind of, you know, misplaced or you're not exactly sure where, where they are, you know, and, or even just tracking staff down. So having these tags, these BLE tags on staff, on patients, on devices, and being able to have real-time sort of tracking indoors of where you know, people and, and where equipment are, I think is, uh, is kind of interesting. And it's very accurate, you know, room level accuracy, uh, indoor navigation use cases, uh, and, a, and a bunch of different things that you can do with this. So uh, I like it, you know, it, again, it's not mind blowing new technology. We've talked about, you know, signifies technology in, in retail stores like Carrefour and things like that in the past. We've talked about contact IO and using those sensors to, to track uh, device level uh, data in the past, but now bringing the kind of these two things together integrated uh, and focusing on healthcare, I think is a, is a good fit. 
Yeah, I think this is a great partnership. Um, you know, I love that there is like the Phillips play a bit with the fact that that is, um, you know, the smart lighting and everything that is used here. And I think that it it's something that will um, certainly strengthen contact.io's offering. Um, and then the, the location analytics piece as well. So good partnership, not a ton to add. <laughs> All right, let's go to the more high-end side of things. It's, it's time for you to go shopping, Abriana. Yeah, I just, I need that big bonus first, right? So gotta, gotta make that happen. And that is time for me to go shopping. Yes, Cartier, yes, the luxury jeweler um, has announced the launch of what they are calling the looking glass. Now this is an in-store device that's using AR to show jewelry on a customer's hands, right? So this is uh, in high resolution. And basically imagine the setup. This is again, in-store, not something at home that you're using with your own phone, but you go into the Cartier store and this fits nicely on that desk there. It has like this, you know, desk lamp looking contraption. It has an iPad and then there's a desktop computer um, that helps it function, right? So how it works is that the customer puts on this black band, um, like a, you know, if you've ever seen like those men's silicone wedding van, bands or something like that. So it's similar to that. And they, they put that on whatever chosen finger they, they were, you know, are thinking about buying a ring for. And then they put this under um, that lamp looking thing and the software then superimposes the ring over the band uh, and displays the results on the iPad so they can kind of move their hands around and see how this ring would look and imagine it on their hand and their finger. Um, so it's being tested globally right now, uh, the looking glasses in a handful of different Cartier stores. And it's really only allowing shoppers to try 13 different rings today. Um, and then there's like a sales associate there that can provide further information about each item. So something that's interesting is like, when you think of, okay, there's only, you know, 13 different items here, it seems very limited when you think about this through the lens of like e-commerce, I want to be able to try on all the sneakers or all the jewelry. Um, and, but this is really made for that in-store environment where the goals are slightly different. Um, in terms of who's involved in this, you've got, it's a French AI um, firm called Jolly Brain. And then there's a, a software company called Blue Trail that's out of, out of California. So what's interesting about the technology is they say they don't actually need the finished product or the finished ring to be able to create this model. And they simply rely on videos of like the rendering of the ring and that's sufficient, which is very interesting. Um, you know, I think that when you're thinking about a store that, that is at this couture level like Cartier and you know, you've got their lock bracelets or something that's very specific to them. Uh, and, you know, people are going to come in. Maybe this is a unique experience. I would personally prefer to actually try on the real ring, especially if I'm going in store. For me to go in store to have like a digital experience on my hand is a little bit maybe not the best consumer experience in my mind. However, I think that there are, you know, when you have like specialty sizing or specialty ordering or something that only has so many um, that are made and, and it's very exclusive, this maybe provides that exclusivity and that feeling like, hey, I want to hurry up and figure out like what I want to get one of these. So I can see that it has that application in this setting, but I think at scale, you know, this is probably something that is reserved for that really like upper echelon item, <laughs> um, such as, you know, a Cartier piece of jewelry. So 
very interesting. I like the technology aspect of it, um, but we shall see how this scales out and if other you know, high-end brands follow suit here. What do you think? I think it's super interesting. Um, and I think it's definitely, you know, th there's there's definitely some technology innovation happening here. When you look at AR and virtual try-on type of technology, obviously we've seen a ton of it in the makeup industry um, overall, Lancome and Sephora and all these brands playing around. And even on our, uh, the LB May's best retail cases.com uh, platform, we have uh, Perfect Corp, uh, you know, who's the technology behind a lot of the, the makeup try-on stuff. But you know, as I was reading this story, what's really interesting about this, and where obviously there's there's a some innovation happening, is jewelry in particular. They say in ARs and uh, this kind of virtual try-on is very difficult to do because you have issues with reflection and transparency of the stones and uh, precious metals, and so you know all that reflection and glitter, you know, causes a lot of issues when you're trying to replicate that. And yet they've been able to do this without creating digital twins. You know, based on the finished item, as you described, um, they're doing this using, you know, videos and other technology. And, you know, I think the rendering and processing speed uh, that they're able to achieve here, I think, is, is fascinating to me. Um, and so it's kind of like they, they figured out how to generate this image in, um, in the way that the stone, you know, kind of reflects the light back in, in the proper way. And they're kind of actually tricking your brain. Um, from what I understand it. So yes, while it's limited and there's only 13 uh, rings to try on at, at the moment, I kind of get it in the sense that there's, you know, a lot to kind of figure out on, you know, how you calculate these things. To me, it's kind of like, in some ways, you know, in my car, it's a relatively new car. And yet I'm always fascinated with, you know, the, uh, the kind of 360, you know, bird's eye camera view of, you know, when I'm trying to park my car, like, how do they take all those cameras around my car and like, you know, put this composite image together that shows like an overhead view of my car? It's amazing to me, right? And so the trickery that they can come up with with this, I, I think, is super interesting. So good on uh, Jolly Brain and and um, Blue Trail Software here, and good on Carte for kind of stepping in, kind of being a first to try this in uh, in luxury uh, uh, jewelry. So love it. Yeah. I think they call that camera. The jackass camera to make sure you're not parking terribly uh, there you go well then it works for me i guess for that so um yeah i'm always like it's funny like when my kids were driving or i have one that's still learning to drive right now and i'm like uh you know when you go to those driving tests there's no cameras allowed so like just learn how to drive like i learned how to drive where i'm looking backwards and you know and all of that so it's all good all right, uh, our final story now. So we're going to jump over to the uh, hotel uh, industry a little bit. So there's a company out there called Ma Mail Sale Hotels, Main Story, Main Sale Hotels, um, and they've announced a partnership with Shipt. Uh, so if you might be familiar, Shipt, uh, which is spelled S-H-I-P-T, is a same-day shopping and delivery service. And so this is uh, Main, Main Sale is a, a luxury hotel brand. Um, and so they've got a bunch of properties that they're trialing this partnership with in Florida and Georgia in particular. And so the idea is, is that guests staying at these nine hotels that they're testing with, you register for a shipped account um, and you get this sort of promotion um, where you receive one week of free shipped membership within the select properties. And 
you get a credit for guests uh, to stock up on groceries or household items while you're staying at, uh, in the hotel. So it's kind of interesting. They say that um, guests, you know, the, the focus here is that guests spend more time relaxing and less time worrying about, you know, stocking up on groceries or, uh, you know, whatever items that they need. You know, they don't have to make that, that trip per se out to the Walmart or the grocery store to, to grab the, the items that they need for their, for their stay. And, um, you know, I think it's interesting. And, and the other part of it is, is that, you know, once you leave and you go home, you can carry obviously the ship membership that you now have, you know, kind of lives on with you. And so it's a great way, I think, for ship to potentially get some new customer acquisition. And it's a great way for the uh, hotel properties to, you know, provide a sort of convenience uh, kind of service to the, uh, the consumers here that are, that are staying in their property. So uh, I don't know, we'll see how it works. What are your thoughts? I think this is great. If I, if I was thinking, you know, I'm shipped, I would probably have like a brand ambassador that was out creating these partnerships, right? How do I provide that level of maybe concierge service at scale to a bunch of hotel locations or chains that are higher end perhaps? And how do I drive more subscriptions? I mean, I'm a shipped user. I use it for Target. And to be honest, I don't use it that often, but the fee that you pay for like $99 for the year really pays off even if you just use it like once every month or so, yeah. um, just because it's super convenient and like it, it's easy. And I think that when you're on vacation and you're in that mindset and you're trying to like enjoy the most time that you have wherever you are, just the ability to relax and be able to have somebody kind of take care of that is, is amazing. And just leave it outside of, you know, your hotel room or, you know, your villa or whatever you're renting for that week. So I think this is a great partnership and I would expect that, you know, more hotel properties or resorts would want to offer this to their guests. And obviously um, it's certainly a win for ship to be able to maintain that, that membership, even if it's at a 5% level. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think it's a great customer acquisition strategy. So I like it a lot. Um, all right. Well, that's our show for this week. You've been listening and watching episode number 616 of Location Weekly. I want to remind you all that uh, we have our uh, signature conference coming up June 13th, 14th, Retail Loco, it's called, and it's happening in Minneapolis inside the Mall of America. Uh, so uh, please, uh, you know, go to uh, our website and uh, figure out uh, about getting your tickets for that. Um, or if you're interested, um, if you're any of the companies we talked about today, for example, and you'd like to kind of explore getting uh, involved in speaking at the event, uh, we'd be happy to talk to you about that as well. So uh, again, June 13th, 14th, Retail Local uh, in the Mall of America. Uh, for everyone else, if you're listening, watching, we thank you for your time. Please reach out if you have story ideas or feedback. Uh, we'd love to hear from you either way. And uh, we'll see you next week with another show. Take care, everybody. Bye. Have a great week. Thank you.